Welcome to Short Stories, a podcast on mommyhood matters by The Shortest Tallman. I am your host, Maggie Tallman, The Shortest Tallman herself. Grab a cup of coffee or tea and hang out with me while we discuss everything mommyhood. I'll share with you a bit about my own life and stories and bring on some amazing guests who are real moms like you and me doing really amazing things. So let's get started. everyone. I hope everyone's having an awesome day. I can't believe we're almost halfway through June. It's already June 11th here um, that this episode is being um, launched. And I can't believe we're on the fifth episode. It's crazy already. So um, I just want to share with you a little story. So on Sunday, um, Soccer Sunday, haha, hashtag Soccer Sunday, um, all the soccer moms out there totally are, you know, whoop, whoop. I feel you, girl. So two soccer games every Sunday. It's a good time. Um, So my oldest daughter's game this past week was at the latest time. It was at 5 o'clock. So um, I was thinking to myself, what am I going to do Like for dinner, whatever? We decided um, to get McDonald's on the way home. Just was going to be easiest and fastest. And um, I just didn't have something quick and fast and easy that I wanted to do for dinner. So we went through the drive-thru, and um, the total was a little bit off. Like, it seemed kind of high to me. And so I, when I got up to the window, I, you know, I asked the, the woman about it. And um, so, we, you know, she went through the whole thing with me, and, um, you know, she was like, oh, my gosh, you know. It was, like, a tiny bit off. It wasn't as off as I thought. And, you know, she's thanking me for being patient, and, you know, and she made a comment about, you know, oh gosh, you know, not everybody is, you know, feels, you know, is as patient as you. And, you know, and I, and I can't criticize people too much because I've certainly been impatient in the past, um, you know, um, as well, like anybody else, everybody has their impatient moments. But I said to her, you know, there's people waiting for clean water in some parts of the world. And, I'm going to have, you know, a fit about waiting at the drive-thru. Like, my life is so easy. Um, Not only, okay, did I order dinner, I didn't even have to get out of the car. So what, you know, I I don't have to cook tonight. What can I possibly complain about? You know, I could be waiting in line for clean water, like I said, or waiting in line at the ER, or waiting for the phone call from the oncologist. I mean, there's so many things in in the world that you can, you know, that are real serious problems. Um, and I just feel like it's so easy for us to take things for granted and not have gratitude for, you know, simple conveniences and, and just not to have things in the right perspective. I mean, you know. If you're listening to me, chances are <laughs> you've got plenty of, you know, you're living in the first world and you've got plenty of first world problems. So, oh, may we all try to remember that they are indeed first world problems. Um, so today's episode, um, you know, I, I always say I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But I really am excited. I mean, today's episode features a friend of mine, um, Kara Basacha. And she completed the Ironman competition. And that's amazing. That's, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what it is, just in case you don't know what it is. Um, so the Ironman competition, ready for this? 2.4 miles of swim. So just stop and think about that for a minute. Because, like, I don't know if I want to do 2.4 laps in, like, a small pool. Not even an Olympic-sized pool. <laughs> um, but, like, the pool that we belong to across the street, like two and a half times around that. I'm going to need to take a break. Okay. Um, but 2.4 mile swim and not in a pool either in a lake or ocean or whatever. Okay. 112 mile bike and then a marathon and you do all of that in one day and you don't take a break and, um, you have to complete each segment within a certain period of time. And the whole thing has to be completed in less than 17 hours. Um, Yeah. 
So there's people that sign up for this fresh kind of hell. Uh, <laughs> one of those is Kara that we're going to hear from today. Um, she's also a mom of three and a teacher at an elementary school. Um, so I don't know how she fits it all in, but she's going to kind of share it all with us. Um, she's really big in um, health and fitness for busy moms. Um, and as I said in our in our talk, I said, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit tired and a lot inspired. <laughs> I wrote that down because it rhymed and it's exactly how I feel. Um, and, and what I love about it is that, you know, she said that when she exercises, when she's, you know, doing all these active things and has these goals that she's shooting for, I just feel better when I do it. And, you know, I feel like that's the takeaway, you know, do do what's going to give you that feeling. What's going to make you feel, you know, quote unquote, I just feel better when I do it because the best thing we can give our kids is a happy mom. So what passion do we need to follow um, that allows you to just feel that, you know, that walking on sunshine feeling, you know, for Kara, it's doing really insane um, athletic competitions, triathlons, right? Cause that's a, Ironman's a massive triathlon. Um, <laughs> So, um, like for me, a triathlon is like Target, Hannaford, and Aldi's all in one day. Like that's that's like my triathlon. Um, so I'm impressed, and it's totally inspiring. Um, so I hope you're going to enjoy it. Um, also, I just want to point out that um, there's a couple of times in this interview where um, I compared. I'm laughing at myself totally about this. Where I compared my blog and my podcast to um, Kara's Ironman accomplishment. So let's just, you know, just make sure you have a little laugh for that. Because that's really cute that I like to compare, like, the accomplishment of having a podcast <laughs> to um, doing an Ironman competition. So, um, I mean, it's all in good fun. We, you'll see how it, how it ties in and, you know, whatever. It's just any goal, any goal you have. And, and you know, I, I like to make fun of myself. Um you know, and it's, and it's all in jest, you know, but, um, it's any, any kind of goal that you might have, anything that gets you excited that you think about a lot, you know, just do it. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. That's what the Iron Man, um, whatever quote is. Okay. That's what they're saying is anything is possible. And, you know, maybe that anything may not be an Iron Man, but it might be something else, some other goal that, you know, some kind of big goal that you want to do. Um, it's possible. So without further ado, I present Kara Basacha. Okay, so today I am so excited to be talking to Kara Basacha. And Kara is kind of famous in my own little network of friends because she is what I'm like, I like to call her the, an iron maiden. She's the only person I know that personally that, um, has done the Ironman competition, which is totally, totally intense. Um, and I followed her like crazy when she did it, uh, last summer. So yes. And of course, Kara's a mom. So hello, Kara. How are you today? I'm good, Maggie. Congratulations on your venture into the podcast world. And I'm oh, laughing I'm so at you. Excited. Called me famous. I don't know about that. <laughs> in my local circles, it was like the weekend of Iron Man. Like everybody on my Facebook was following. Like, where is she at now? How much longer? She has so much more to go. How is she going to do this? <laughs> she's going to make it. <laughs> she's going to make it. She will because she's Carabasacha. So she totally will. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. So, so, so Kara is beyond being an Ironman competitor and finisher of the Ironman um, competition. She is also a mom and she is a teacher. So what grade are you teaching now? I teach fourth grade. Okay. Very good. Very good. And you have three kids. I have three kids. I have a 14 year old and identical twin daughters who are 10, almost 10 and a half. Oh my gosh. Yes. I didn't even realize they were identical. I knew you had twins, but. Oh, wow. Very different personalities, but they are. uh, Yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, 
Wow. Okay. And you're, so you're teaching fourth grade. Okay. Yeah. So you're pretty busy. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little and bit. yeah. And Kara has over a thousand followers over on the book of face yes. on her, on her page. And it's all for athletic stuff, right? For yeah. It's fitness. like health and fitness and really aimed towards like busy moms, just trying to find something to make you feel good, which love it. fitness. So yes, that is awesome. Um, now are you a beach body coach? I am a beach body coach. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of your niche, your, yes. your niche right there. Okay. So obviously very athletic, very into fitness. So how did this journey all begin? Or were you just one of these, you know, kids that started soccer at age two and no. just didn't stop running? <laughs> no, no, no. In fact, I love how no. you say that. No. In fact, I can't, I really can't do sports that like involve any sort of ball at all. <laughs> Hand-eye coordination, not so good. Mm. Not at all. Um, I'm a swimmer. Like I swam my whole life. I swam okay. High school. I swam through college. My husband and I did a master swim team when we were first married. So swimming is definitely my, like that was my opening into fitness. Um, and that was really about it. Like I would run when the coach made me run, but I hated running. So, and then I, I guess after kids, I started to, you know, you hit that point. I was a stay at home mom for a short time after the okay. girls were born. And I started going to the gym cause you know, you have twins and you kind of got to figure out how to get back in yep. shape. Yes. Yep. And then the boiler maker, I had never sure. run the boiler maker. So that was a goal. And I, I always tell people like I started out running mailbox to mailbox, just get to the mailbox and you right. can stop. just get to the next mailbox. So and then my husband, very athletic, more athletic than me, and also a very good swimmer. And we, I guess, I threw work, so the girls were probably about four. We have a friend we work with who started putting together triathlons. Oh and gosh. we had done one years and years ago, like off the cuff, and we had done it. It was fine. Um, and we're like, you know, we can do that. The hardest part for most people is the swim. So okay, sure. So like, you've got we that. Can handle the swim. Yeah. Um, and a sprint triathlon is, I mean, I don't want to say it's short, but it's a three mile <laughs> run. It's a 14 mile bike. It, it's very doable. Okay. Um, so we tried one. I borrowed, I did my first one on a mountain bike and then I borrowed a bike um, and he started doing two to three a summer and they were just, we enjoyed them and oh it was something gosh. we could do. So that's really how we got into it. And then it kind of became like a thing, like we wanted to get better and we really enjoyed it and started training. So that's really how it started out. And then the beach body piece of it was really kind of off the cuff. Basically when you start using beach body products, you get a discount if you mm -hmm. become a coach. I'm not going to lie. Sure. Yep. So I signed up That's for that. They, hook you. <laughs> they do. They absolutely do. And you're yep. like, why not save, you know? And then it, but it kind of entered me into a group of women that I had no idea existed who were just very into like improving who you are. Okay. And I really like that piece. They, I mean, they recommend books to read and so that's kind of how it started out. And I, I give Beachbody a lot of credit because I feel like they gave me a lot of confidence that I may not have had beforehand. So. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. So you kind of found like a mom tribe. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's really neat. And it's very okay. positive. It's just very positive. The people that I was lucky enough to be teamed with. So. Yes. I will say if there's one thing, because, you know, everybody, knows a beach body coach or five yeah. and yes. or 10 <laughs> yeah or 10 um and yeah i would say um positivity um and like positive body self image is um you know does definitely seem to be uh, everywhere was beach body you know yeah. it's not yeah. it's it's very like approachable and doable yes okay well cool so Iron Man. This yeah. is like, that is no joke. Okay. Let's back up. What is the Iron Man competition? 
What does it consist of? It's a hundred. <laughs> it's a hundred and forty point six miles. It's a and I I actually don't even know the points, but it's a two point two mile swim, a hundred and twelve mile bike. Oh dear. And a 26, I think it's a two point, it's a 2.4 mile swim. Sorry. Open water okay. in a lake or ocean, depending on where you are. Okay. 112 mile bike and a marathon. Okay. And you just do that just back you to back. You do it back to back all in one day. There is a time limit you have to finish in. You actually have to finish each piece in a certain amount of time or they don't let you continue. Okay. So there are like cuts along the way. And I will tell you, I said I would never, ever, ever do one. Ever. Right. <laughs> because it sounds a little like I'm a yes. little bit like I, I, sh- I, sh- I could put on my heart rate monitor on my Apple Watch. And I'm surely my heart rate is elevated just talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so when you first heard, you know, when you first knew about it, whatever, you didn't think this was something you were going to do. And then at some point you started thinking about it. Did you look at this as a very doable goal or, you know, even when you signed up for it, did you, did you second guess that you could even do it? Um, my husband did one and I watched him do it. And after that I said, no, I'm not doing one. (laughs) And then, so he had a lot of, he was the first one. He was the first one. And he did very well. And I still at the end was like, I'm never doing that. That's insane. (laughs) And then things changed. Like some things happened around me and I started people, a lot of people I very highly respect who know athletics and know the Ironman said to me, you know, you really should do one. You're really, it's kind of up your alley because I'm much more of a like go forever than a sprint. sprint. Sure. So a lot of people I respected were like, you know, you should really do one. And I think at some point it entered my mind and I thought, well, maybe. And then I had some things happen around me and I was like, what am I waiting for? Right. Like if I'm going to do this, I, now's the time to do it. I mean, you definitely have to evaluate your life and, you know, do you have time and energy and things like that? And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I signed up for a half Ironman. Okay. And my goal was to complete that and then sign up for a full but the timing of it, I had to sign up for the full before I did the half. <laughs> Which, if I'd waited until after the half, I may not have signed up. But, <laughs> but I did it, and I, I did the half, I think, in September. And I had signed up for the full in July, and the full wasn't until, like, the next July. So I had okay. a lot of time. Um, once I entered into it, no, I don't ever think think that I didn't think I could do it. I mean, you, you have moments of that when you're in the middle of like a 13 mile run after a, you know, four hour bike, but no, I didn't, I didn't doubt it. Thank goodness. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Well, I would think, you know, once you get to that point of signing up for it, you, you know, you, you're probably kind of past some of that. Yes. It's right before you hit the registration button that you're thinking, Oh, wow. Yeah. Do I really, you know, and it's not even that I can, it's do I want to, I think is really the question. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so how long, I mean, it's all day, but how long are we, how long is this day? (laughs) Um, you train for 30 weeks about, okay. So I started, I literally started training December 26th. It was the day after Christmas and I did it in July and it took me 13 hours and 57 minutes. Whew. I think I would be saying have, I'd be hanging on to that 13, you know, like yeah. it didn't take me, you know, under 14 hours. It took me 13 hours, 57 hours. minutes. You earned <laughs> that. You absolutely earned that. Yeah. Wow. And you have 17 hours about to do it. So, okay. That's kind of like the cutoff, you know, like they, the yeah, cutoff. they say, yeah. wow, that is incredible. So, yeah. Okay. What was the hardest part about training for this? Um, time management for sure. And I, I mean, I have three kids and I was determined not to let this affect them in any negative way. Right. So I, 
I woke up every morning and did all my training in the morning so that then the rest of the day was pretty normal. Um, and I wasn't missing things of theirs to be on my bike or to be running. So the hardest part was sleep. It was a lack of sleep. Oh yeah. <laughs> to keep it, all. it was definitely just trying to keep it all together. Right. Right. So, you so. know what, I mean, I mean, you said you didn't really have any, you didn't second guess yourself, but you know, did you have doubts when you were training? What kept you going through all of this? Cause the lack of sleep, I mean, not having an abundance of sleep or, <laughs> or the yeah. availability, knowing that I, knowing that I, knowing that I can have an abundance of sleep, I think is maybe the biggest thing for me, even more so than actually having it. But like knowing yes. I don't have to get up at, you know, five in the morning or whatever to work a out. certain yeah. amount of time. Yes. Um, so yeah. What, what kept you going when you had any, you know, cause I'm surely you had some, you know, ups and downs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I definitely planned ahead. So I knew what I was doing ahead of time. And I, I'm very much the mentality that once I decide to do something, I'm going to do it. And I knew to finish I had to train like you can't do an Ironman and cut down on your training. Like you just can't, it's too long. Right. And I think when it got, I will also say that I paired up with some great people, people that some of them, I didn't know at all before Ironman. And somebody would be like, Oh, wait a minute. I know somebody that's doing that. You should talk. Um, they helped a lot. And we did a lot of the really long training on the weekends together. Okay. And my husband was all for it. My husband wanted me to do it. So he was very like, I said to him before we started that I could handle the training, but I wasn't going to be able to handle all the other pieces that he needed to step up his game around the house. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> and he did, he did. He really, I mean, I had to remind him and things, but because for me, like I couldn't go out and run if there were dirty dishes in the sink and it was driving me crazy. Right. Like it just, I know that sounds so ridiculous, but that's just, you yeah, know, oh, as yeah, a mom, absolutely. like you want things like that to function as, you know, as right. well as they can. So he was very, very helpful. And he has a lot of knowledge about the course and he, it's the same course that um, he had done that I was doing. And he was so excited about right. it. So I, that helped a lot. And he, he did a lot of the training with me. He yeah. would roll out of bed and be like, come on. So it, it really know, helped a lot. You chronicle people, this on Facebook and I'm like, oh yes, my gosh. I, did. I shared a lot. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that yeah. really, you know, I was going to ask you about, you know, some, you know, your support system or, you know, things that you kind of had going for you on your side that helped you. So really, you know, obviously he had done this before and yeah. so he was kind of, you know, supportive and picked up some of the, you know, the other pieces of the puzzle of the day, you know, that would get dropped. And, you know, it seems like he was almost like, I don't want to say like inspirational, but I can't think of a better word for that, but kind of like he, you know, Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Definitely inspirational and definitely a partner. And we had some other people that have done it around us. Right. So when you surround your yourself with people like that, you know, they see that it's possible. They see that it's possible for you. So then you start to, you know, you get excited about it and you're like, okay, if they think I can do it, I can do it. And we spent, we spent two weekends in Lake Placid and we went up with friends from here. Okay. So, you know, to, to go 50 miles out of town by yourself is, and I'm, but you know, I'm, a woman like it that scares me but my husband had to be with the kids so to be able to do that with other people and to talk yourself through right. it and to talk to each other and you know kind of just be there for each other really helped a lot I see. a lot so that's really you know that i've i've read that lots of times you know in in tips of um getting into exercising just in general i mean having like a you know a group or a, a workout buddy oh, yeah. or something like that is just so you know, it's so key. Yeah. I have a friend. All we did was text each other every morning to get out of bed. Right. That's all wow. we did. Get out of bed. It's time to get up. Oh my goodness. This is all making me so tired. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> so, I mean, so 13 hours and 57 minutes. What was it like to cross that finish line when you finally got to the end after 30 weeks, you know, you signed up a year before, <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, the finish line is amazing. It, I, I can't, it really is amazing. And I did it in Lake Placid. So the way the Lake Placid Ironman ends is that you run half the Olympic oval oh to the finish gosh. line. Yeah. I mean, it is a beautiful course. It's one of the hardest because it's hilly, but absolutely beautiful. So, and I don't know, like you just, you have all these goals and you know, you let them, when you have to run a marathon after going for that long, like, you're just like, just get me to the finish. Like I'll do whatever I can. Just get me to the finish. So, but when you, like you come into the oval and someone had said this to me, it's, it was probably close to seven o'clock. So like the sun is starting to go down, but the way they have it situated, you step onto the oval and it, it's dark and you can't see like the people around you. Cause there's people along so much of the race, you know, cheering you on and you, I mean, I, I became overwhelmed. Like I suddenly had that right before you start sobbing and you can't yes. breathe like the, <gasps> you know, <laughs> yes. I definitely had that. I was like, Oh my God, like I'm going to finish this thing. Like I am going to cross the finish line. I am going to do this. And then you, the lights hit you and you run around. And the way that my husband had situated the, us is, um, he was on like the curve of the oval mm-hmm. and he, so I stopped and I hugged all the kids and then you turn around and it's almost like the red right. carpet. They have this, this black and red carpet. Um, and you, you, so you hug your family and then you turn and literally there's lights on you and there's this, I don't know what they call them. The things you run through the arch. Oh, okay. I guess. Yep, yeah. And there's no longer any pain. There's nothing. And you are like, Oh my goodness. And you run, run, right. run through it. <laughs> wow. So it was, it's amazing. It, it really truly is amazing. And it's, it's not, it's just this shock of, Oh my God, right. I did it. You know, it's, it's such a long time to train and the goal and all of that. And, and then you stop and then you realize how much your entire body. Right. And <laughs> well, you know, and I think some of the most, um, and, and I'm kind of, I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, with my blog and with this podcast, totally. Like I had this idea a long time ago, well, not that long ago, six months ago or something where I kind of thought about a podcast and I kind of thought, well, I would never do that. I could never do that. I would never do that, whatever. And, you know, and then it's, you know, and then I just got really like, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I don't know. I feel like I have other, there's other accomplishments. That's the first one that comes to mind, but other accomplishments I've had in my life where they become so meaningful because originally you think never, I wouldn't. Yes. And then you mm-hmm. just get going on it and you, and you're so not obsessed, but you think about it so much and, and it's just like, you know what, maybe I can't like what's, and then I start thinking, you know, maybe you felt this way with, with Iron Man. And then you start thinking, well, why not? Why can't I do it? Yes. That's what I was going to say. But why not? Like if you honestly think about right. it, why not? And it's just like to, and then to have that accomplishment, you must feel like you could do anything now. Yes, I, I do. Um, I do. Sometimes it seems very far away. I'm very thankful for pictures. <laughs> um, because you do forget, um, you know, everything that went into right. it and the, the feeling of crossing the wow. finish line. So, so, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I think that's, I, I just think you have to, you question like, why not? Right you know, and really think about it and break anything down into smaller goals that are totally attainable. And suddenly they lead up to a big goal. Wow. That's amazing. That's quite the, quite the race. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. It is. It really is. So, you know, how did you feel the next day, a week later, a month later, you know, you're not even a year out yet. I mean, six months later, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I no. mean, do you have, are you like, wow, that is so cool. I did that. And that's great. And I'm never going to do that again. And, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, or do you have other things planned? You know, what's, how did that go? The, the aftermath? Um, 
The next day, I could barely walk. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> barely walk. The blisters on my feet. Ooh. and Yeah. So the next day was hard. A week later is hard. You definitely are on a high. Right. And you kind of want to go back to Lake Placid and relive it all and, you know, keep it close. Um, they actually, they're, if you... If you talk to a lot of people that have done an Ironman, there is a very well-known depression that happens afterwards. Really? That, yeah, because people because it becomes a focus for you know a right. long time. Sure, it's like I, it's such I can't a part imagine of your identity. Olympic. Yeah, I, Olympic athletes. I mean, they must really. So it's kind of it's not a known thing, but many people go through it. So wow. I was aware of that, and I would say it's this hard debate of you've done so much and you know, you need to rest, but you almost don't know how to. Right. So I, I was one of these that, you know, I'd go for a run, nothing was planned, but I don't do well with nothing either. And I kept trying to do nothing. And that I just realized that doesn't work for me. So I took some time off. I would say looking back now, like November, I feel like I was in a little bit of a funk. Like right, I, okay. I knew I shouldn't jump back in, but I wasn't doing anything consistently. And I feel like I kept making excuses and being like, you should rest, you should rest, you should rest. And I finally, I guess January, I jumped back into a routine of strength training. It wasn't Ironman training. It wasn't triathlon training. It was just strength training, but it I laid it out. I kind of committed to like a calendar and I realize that now, like I just function better like that. Mm. It becomes your lifestyle. So I do do better with a routine. So now I feel good. I also write about November. My husband is doing it this year. Okay. And a bunch, the bunch of the people I had trained with and did it with signed up again. And I will say that when I found that out, I was very sad. I was like, because oh, my husband and I, we have talked and we will not for any time in any time soon. We can't do a full Ironman at the same time. Right, okay. Someone has to take the reins, you know, as a parent. Right. And it just, yeah, we can't do that. Well, especially so like the closer it. you get to it, the, the oh, longer yeah. the training sessions are, right? On the weekends, you're gone for six and a half hours on a bike ride. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you can't both be gone for six and a half hours, right, you know, right. when this one needs to get to ballet and that one has a lacrosse game or just to be yeah, here just and to be present. Yeah, yeah. Just to be here. So we already knew that, but I definitely was a little sad. And now it, I'm glad I'm not doing another one right now. I, I can't, I just, it would not have been a good decision for me. Right. Um, and I would never want to go into it kind of half there. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he's doing it. And I have decided I am going to do a half in July, the end of June. So I'll be done before him. And I, I just, I love the process. I went for a run today and I, I love the process. It's not even so much the race. It's just the process. The process of training. You mean of, of like training. And, yeah, you're training just, for something like not just like yeah. I exercise every day and like, I'm going to yeah. now. Oh, look, now I pop in the second DVD, but like, yes. And I, yeah, like a goal. And I'm a big DVD, you know, I love those, but the run and there's just something about it. And I just feel like, like I can, like I can do this. My body is healthy enough. I can do this. Why not keep doing it while I can? Um, wow. but definitely training for an Ironman is extreme. Training for a half Ironman is extreme. So you, you just, you have to keep it in perspective. And the other thing I know about myself is I just am better when I exercise, I see. I'm in a better mood. I'm a better mom. I'm just, I'm better. So, hmm, gosh. So, you know, in terms of sacrifices that you made to make Ironman happen, um, you know what, I mean, I know that you said there was a lot of like time management issues and, and maybe yes. not having the most amount of sleep. Um, but you know, were, were, were there any other sacrifices? Was it worth it? It was definitely worth it. Um, downtime, you give up downtime. I mean, you just do. There, I don't watch TV barely at all. Mm-hmm. It's just not something I do. Um, we do really. I mean, we you know here and there, but that 
sleep definitely, although you, you can't let that go too far. Right. Um, and the other, it's, it's financially, there are sacrifices for sure. Oh, sure. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Just to register for an Ironman is $750. Oh, so wow. it's, and then you have to go and spend some weekends. And of course we made it a family affair. So, you know, the kids would come and so it just, and we, but my husband and I, that's what we do instead right. of, you know, going out to dinner. We bike, we, we bike together. Right. We, so I see, I see. How, how often do you go through sneakers? <laughs> oh, a lot. And bike tires. Oh, how funny. And bathing suits. Yes. Man, I know a tire guy, but not a bike tire guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, see? Yeah. You can't, you can't help me out much here. Oh, how funny. Although they could start specializing in I that, know, right? right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, you know, you, you just brought up bringing the kids to this. What kind of an impact did this have on your kids? I mean, this had to have been, you know, pretty major. And the fact that, like, you know, your husband did it before you even did it, and now he's doing it, and you're also doing half uh, half Ironman. I mean, you know, they're so they're growing up around all of this. They are. They definitely are. Um, now it's just become kind of what mommy and daddy do. Okay. Like, oh, you know, they wake up and mommy and daddy are in the basement on their bikes. They come down and say good morning. Right. Um, they're just, they're very used to it. The day itself is a lot of fun for them. I made them backpacks. Like they all got a backpack that morning filled with coloring books and snacks and bubbles and sunscreen and, right. you know, all these kind of fun little things. Because as a spectator, it's an exhausting right. day. Um it's really exhausting and you kind of get dragged from this spot to that spot. So they, you know, it, it's a long day, but they, and they made me signs, right. you know, that they were up and they're in the basement now. And the one thing we have done with them, this will be our third year is we do the Boilermaker 5k okay. with all of like as a family. So that's kind that's of true. our, and they hate it. Like they hate it. They're like, we don't want to run, we don't want to whatever. But it's just kind of what we, so it's kind of what we do. And sometimes I feel bad and I'm like, well, it's not such a bad thing to be known for as parents. You know, I mean, there's parents that watch a lot of TV and there's parents that garden and there's parents that, I don't know. So all different things and yeah, all different things. And, you know, and they can, they have this, like, they have the skills, they have the, you know, they know what it's like to, you know, what it looks like to do all of these things. And then later in life, you know, if they choose to, you know, pursue any of that kind of stuff. And really, I would imagine that's going to be a great, um, I mean, you could, you could make that comparison for any kind of a big goal. I mean, not just, you know, an athletic competition. What I say, and my son says he wants to do one. He he definitely says he wants to do one, but we'll see. But, um, wow. I don't think it's such a bad thing. I mean, it, it takes, like hard work. It's mm-hmm. hard work to meet a goal. So isn't that a good thing for children to see no matter what you're doing right. for? Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. That's true. Um, and you know, not to bring in like the feminist thing, but you know, you're both doing it. Like, I think that's, yeah. you know, it's not like, Oh, well mom does this and dad does that. It's, you know, and I think I capable. didn't realize as much that that I wanted that as much until about halfway through. Yeah. About halfway through the training, it was, you know, real daddy's an Ironman. And I'm like, well, wait a minute here. Like, <laughs> we have two girls. Like, right. mommy's going to be an Ironman too. And I, I do. I think that's very good for them. Yeah. No, I absolutely do. Um, so now, well, I can't even say that you're in the passenger seat because you're training for a half Ironman. But, you know, you're... I am, of, but I'm in the passenger so seat. So now, like, are the, do the kids have more chores now? Who's doing the dishes? What's going on? <laughs> their paper plate exactly i know who's feeding them (laughs) so you guys kind of have to i mean we do and he's it's his year like these are his goals you know so i'm taking a back seat but the Mm -hmm. thing i I think why i decided to a half and i really wavered about it and i should say i booked the hotel for the weekend but i haven't booked the actual race yet so how funny (laughs) (laughs) but i um it's like if he's going to be training for an Ironman and he's on his bike for three hours, I can be on the bike for an hour and a half. Right. It, you know, it just makes it, and I, you wouldn't do that much if you weren't training for something. I mean, I love to bike and I love to run, but I'm not going for that long without some right. sort of goal in I mind. See. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely 
taking the reins on the home and the kids and his goals, it's his year for his goals is kind of how we look at it. And that's great. So, wow. <clears throat> you know, I'll, I can finish a half. Wow. I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for, for sure. I mean, sure. <laughs> scary. It's scary though. I mean, it definitely changes what your normal is. Yeah. You know, it, it definitely changes it because to say I can finish a half, two years ago, I would have been like, Oh my, I was, I was like, Oh my God, a half, like that's awful. Right. But it does change your perspective. And sometimes, you know, not always in a good way, but. Huh. So now, you know, I'm sure you've get comments all the time from people. I mean, have people said to your face, you're crazy <laughs> or just oh, yeah. back. Um, and nope. <laughs> both. both, what would, you yeah, know, what both. do you say to that? Um, my own family thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. <laughs> They're like, I cannot believe, I can't believe. Um, everybody's a little crazy. Really? Like yeah. everybody is. You yeah. just, it, it's, you have to find your thing. And I always turn around and say, like, I just feel better when I do it. Right. You know, the race is the fun part, but I just feel better when I do it. So yeah, I'm definitely a little crazy, but oh, well, like this right. is my life, not yours. Right. You know, if you want to find it. <laughs> that you know you just got to find your thing and and you're better you know you feel better when you do it yeah that's awesome so Hmm. well what what would you say to someone who thinks they could never do something like that I mean Ironman is a huge accomplishment you know what would you say to somebody who would say they could never do an Ironman or something like that or Or triathlon anything yeah yeah yeah, anything adopt you know a healthy lifestyle that's like consistent because I don't know what that looks like. Um, yeah. Any, any you know, fill in the blank, big, crazy achievement. I think the Iron Man saying is anything is possible and it's kind of cheesy, but if that's even, I don't know, can I say cheesy? Like, does that date me? Like yes. the 1980s, I think. But, <laughs> Hang um, in there with the cat, the cat <laughs> hanging poster. Yes, exactly. Hang in there. Um, <laughs> I, you, you can totally do it. Anybody can do an Ironman. I I truly believe that. And when you see one done Mm -hmm. any, there are people, I mean, there are people that do it in wheelchairs. There are people that do it with prosthetic limbs. There are people that are 70 years old doing it. Every size, every shape, every type of person. I think the biggest thing is that you, you have to decide that you want to do it you have to want it enough right. to do all the training because if you don't want it enough, you're not going to get up at 5 a.m. You are not going to bike for four hours and then the next day get up and run for two. Like you just won't right. and you, you can't do it without the training. But for anything, like you said with the, you know, going from doing your blog to a podcast. I mean, if you think back, I don't know, just, I don't know when you started exactly your right. blog, but think back like you're married, you're thinking of having children. Like you never right. thought you would actually well, probably and I can do remember, that. Yeah. I can remember people telling me like, Oh my gosh, you should have your own blog. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it's just, you know, a couple different people told me that and it's on different occasions over like a couple of years. And I, you know, and then you just yeah. kind of think, huh, what if I did though? What would that be like? Yeah. And that's, I think, Sometimes you need someone else to plant the seed in your brain and to believe or give you the idea before you do. Um, You know, you need somebody else to say like, yeah, you'd be really good at that. I'd be interested in that if you did that. And you're like, oh, well, well, maybe if they're, you know, like maybe that is possible. I remember listening to um, a podcast with um, Liz Gilbert and Brene Brown. And, um, you know, Brene was talking about like what, um, you know, inspiration and creativity and, and, um, how, um, you know, we, we can have such compassion and support for people around us, but towards ourselves, you know, it can be in such short supply and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's really what we need to, you know, think about is, you know, talk to ourselves. Like we talk to somebody we love. Yes. You would never say some of the things you say to yourself yeah. to people. No. You would never say them to your children. I wouldn't say some and of that stuff to my awful. worst enemies. Exactly. 
And that's, it's a, that's a huge piece is the way you talk to yourself. And I just, I truly think, I really think people can do anything, but you have to, you have to put your mind Mm -hmm. to it and you have to want it bad enough to follow through. And yes, there, there has to be probably some reward. Like you have to do it and feel good about it. Right. You know, like you have to enjoy doing this podcast and feel like either you're helping people or you're offering people something, you know, you're making the world a better place or that you feel good about it. Um, but I think once you find that, and if you give yourself enough time to kind of get into whatever the, that process, the journey of whatever you're looking Mm -hmm. for, I think you'll keep going. Like, I think you'll get to the goal. I definitely do. Oh, absolutely. I totally think so. And I think so much of it has to do too with releasing, you know, you've got these expect these social norms and these expectations and, you know, you just want to, you don't think about it, but you know, one of the goals is just, you know, fit in. (laughs) And, and then when you start thinking, Oh, what if I did that? What would that be like? Could I really do it? Like what's, what's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Right. And you have to surround yourself with people that don't, don't cut you down about it, that, you know, don't keep saying, are you crazy or why are you doing this? They look at you and say, okay, this is what they're doing. And well, I guess I'll support him even if I don't quite understand it. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Well, you know, I have a few questions that I'm asking, um, everybody I'm interviewing for this season. As if there's multiple seasons right. planned, but right now I just have season one. I'm just <laughs> gonna be lots that's my lots thing. My Iron Man is to finish a full season. So, um, okay. <laughs> so, what is your favorite author and or book? Um, I'm a huge, huge Harry Potter fan. Huge, <laughs> love it. Oh, but and you're a big, you're a big, aren't you a big Rachel Macy Stafford I, fan I was too? Say, I don't read that much yes. anymore because I fall asleep. So probably my yep. favorite book is only love today because I can sit down and read it every morning for five minutes. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love, love, love. love. Yep. Yes. I love that book. And I, I feel like it's like a reference book. Yes. I just have it. And if I need it, it's there. I agree. And some and days it's exactly what I need to hear. Yes. Did I tell you, or did you know that I was on the only love today launch team? No. Oh my word. I'm in, I'm in a little, um, Facebook group with Rachel Macy Stafford. Wow. You're my hero. <laughs> yep. It's kind of cool. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> that is like one of the coolest things that blogging has, you that's know, given awesome. to me. Yeah. I love yeah, I was perspective, like, but I like your love. love, love. So I kind of time. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I think we're, she inspired, I think that's when I read hands free mama that started me off on, just a whole different a way of looking at things. Yes. Okay. Awesome. How about a favorite quote? Um, create your own happiness. Oh, there you go. I thought you were going to say anything is possible. No, I do like <laughs> anything is possible. But one of my students a couple of years ago gave me this old plaque and it says, create your own happiness. And it's on my windowsill. And I, I don't think, I don't think you can make other people happy. I think people have to find their own happiness and then you can just share it with people. So that's my favorite. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Um, how about a guilty pleasure? <laughs> uh, it used to be People <laughs> Magazine, but I don't even know the people in it anymore, so I can't say that. <laughs> oh, that's um, funny. Trail mix. I love trail mix. <laughs> literally could eat it by the bucket. And uh, say oh yes to gosh. I'm over yeah. here just like, oh, I could go for some everything wings right about yeah. now. Trail mix. And you're like, love trail mix. Trail mix. Trail yeah. mix is like a healthy snack for me. Yeah, but not when you eat it by the bucket full like I could. Okay. Well, all right. Okay. Maybe. I'll give you that. Okay. That and say yes to the dress. I don't watch TV a lot, oh, but how man, I could watch say yes to the dress for hours. <laughs> Just good. All right. Besides your family, because everybody's answer, of course, would be family if I told them they didn't they couldn't say that. Um yeah. what gets you going? What puts the fizz in your soda? Sunshine. Oh yes. Love sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy. Totally. Today is a beautiful day. Exactly. (laughs) You know, everybody was so excited for spring to come around here. And I think we all kind of forgot that spring in upstate New York is not actually very beautiful. Typically (laughs) it's wet and cold and dreary and oftentimes cloudy. (laughs) Yeah. And we kind of jump right till summer. It's, you know, yeah, yeah, but that's okay. 
Um, what keeps you balanced and calm? Exercise. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. No, it truly does. But um, yeah. keeping things in perspective, reminding myself what's important. Love it. And what do you think the world needs more of? Patience, mm-hmm. <laughs> kindness, and understanding. Absolutely. Empathy. Yes. Empathy, Put yourself empathy, in someone empathy. else's shoes. I, mm-hmm. You know, I teach fourth grade. I, it's what I try to say all the time is, mm-hmm. remember, if that was happening to you, how would you feel? Mm. Oh, my goodness. Well, Kara Basacha, I'm a little <laughs> bit tired from talking to you. And a little bit tired and a lot inspired. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, Yeah, this was, this was a lot of fun kind of hearing about this journey and it's kind of making me, oh, go ahead. Thank you for having me revisit it. It was, it was nice. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope, um, you know, I hope some of the listeners can, you know, can kind of get something out of it, get that, you know, anything is possible and gosh, you know what? Yeah. Like what's stopping me from, you know, whatever goal it might be that's yeah, in your it mind. It doesn't whether, have to be huge. Like just right. all those little things that you've kind of thought about or people have said to you and you've wondered for a few minutes. Like think about it a little more and, you know, see if you want to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank and, you. Um, you're very welcome. And uh, we'll talk soon. Hopefully the weather <laughs> turns nice and maybe I'll see you uh, running or biking or probably not swimming. Or driving. Yeah, I think we're driving down, down my street someday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Thanks, Maggie. Bye. Bye. Bye.